Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Influx. Today's episode I'm really excited to get into because boy oh boy do I need it. It is about time management and work-life balance and who not better than my past co-president and recent SCAD grad, Laura Fellerspiel, who is a genuine friend of mine, um, who really emblems these messages, especially. And so this was just a, a great <laughs> point of realization for me and Corey, but a good chat um, with a recent um, and not long friend. So yeah, let's get into it. Welcome to the podcast. This was very much planned. I'm so glad that this is the honestly my ideal person to talk to about this uh-huh. topic of work-life balance. Um, because we've all been through the ringer, that's for sure. Oh yeah. I mean it wasn't it wasn't always that way, but <laughs> times were simpler. Yeah, for sure. I feel like it like starts in like high school and then it kind of gets definitely amped up in college. And then I mean, we're not there yet, but I can only imagine that it gets pretty stressful once you're kind of in the real world too no it gets so much better oh really there's, oh, there's, there's something to look forward to <laughs> oh that's a relief that's nice <laughs> okay hitting you with the hard question let's just get into this topic at one point or at what point did you realize or come to the conclusion you in lack of a better word were a workaholic or just packed with work yeah um end of my junior year, I definitely, I've talked about this before, um, freshman through junior year, I just focused on work. I was like, I need to be the best designer there is. I need to be a well-rounded designer. I need to get the best job. I need to have people think so highly of me. Um, And the only way I knew to do that was through working. Um, So I was like, I got to be like project manager and like say yes to everything. I I don't think I turned down a project in those three years. Um, wow. And my friendships took a hit. Um, I found myself, I didn't have like a lot of people that I could turn to. My relationship then took a hit. Um, I wasn't the type of person that I would be proud to introduce to anyone. Um, and I think just over time, I realized that like, if I were to describe me to someone else, I wouldn't like the way that I was describing myself and needed for a change. That just, like, made my stomach <laughs> drop. That's real hard-hitting. <laughs> no, that's real. That is, that's a good way to put it. So then when did you start, you know, realizing for yourself, this needs to change? Well, yeah, was there, like, a specific, like, turning point that you realized where it was, like, Oh, shoot. Like, I really need to kind of rethink some things. Um, Honestly, my internship at Amazon kind of had the, I thought I was going to go in and work crazy hours every week and be super stressed out because that's kind of what I thought the working world was going to be like. Um, And then I got there and everyone closed their laptops at like 6 p.m. latest. 
And they were like, oh, what are you doing this weekend? And I was like, oh my gosh, I don't have <laughs> five other projects to work on. I can have a weekend for myself. Um, and it was kind of that point where I realized that I am so well prepared for the working world that I can ease up a little, I, like I'm good. Um, and yeah, I was just that realization of people actually have lives when they work. And if I continue down this road of overworking, I'm not going to have that. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> no, there's, I think everyone has that turning point and for the better, for the worse. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes you have to be at your lowest blow to then really recognize where to start going at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I hope that's not for me. <laughs> yeah, me too. Still on this train. <laughs> when you talk about that, like lowest low, like to get the highest high, and I feel like a lot of people don't like. I would have so many people come and be like, "Oh, we don't get like how you're doing so much and blah blah blah." Like, and I was like, "Haha, yeah, like I just love what I do." <laughs> um, and that's very much true. I loved everything that I did, and I'm so happy that I did it. But I would literally like go home and cry. But yeah. I like, I mean, you guys were freshmen um, when I was a junior. Uh, so I tried to like hide that from everyone. I was like, they can't know. Like, no one can know that this girl who's doing so much is like mentally drained. Um, mm-hmm. But I think it's so, so important just to tell people like, hey, like this is too much. Or I can't like, I don't have the mental capacity for that right now. Because if someone told me that, I'd be like, fair, you know, mm-hmm. I'll find someone else. <laughs> Where do you think that stigma, if any, like, or that atmosphere came from to then make those judgments like, I don't want the freshmen to know, or I don't want other people to know, if there was any? Um, I think it was just like my own mindset of like, I don't want to seem like weak. Mm-hmm. And like, mm-hmm. having like, taking care of yourself isn't weak. Yeah. Like, that's strongest thing that you can do is setting your boundaries and like putting yourself first and I didn't do that yeah oh and I feel like it was so hard for you too Laura because like being in like a student leader position like you never want anyone to see that you like struggling I feel like uh, you know like being a leader at work or school or anything like you never want anyone to see you like at your low because you you are kind of like expected to put up like a front of being like put together and have all of your like eggs in a row or eggs in a basket ducks in a row yeah both <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah and yeah that's like a lot of like pressure to put on someone and crazy yeah which then yeah you have many leadership roles in fact I would say that like typically in design projects there's always you have the leader you have the or just natural born leader would you first off just claim yourself like that you are more of a of leader role when it comes to projects um I I would say depending on the project yeah um right now at Amazon I have like so many leaders to look up to that I'm really just soaking in that like learning role right now but in the future and I hope near future I get to take like a leadership role um I just think it's really cool to take ownership of a project and like work with new people different people yeah so then, yeah, so yes, you're, you're back to ground run, building up or small fish in a big pond. So yeah. that had to even more affect the way that you 
probably had that that superstition or stigma against like not being weak like at amazon or Or yeah in college with scat yeah being a small fish in a big pond i i would say so yeah and then i just there were so many cool people to look up to like i remember freshman year um seth and i we high-fived dane who had just interned at google and we were like oh my gosh we're never (laughs) washing our hands like this is (laughs) incredible um and you know like sarah donkles was going to uber dane was going to google nick was going to like there were so many like big names and big companies and i was like oh my gosh like i have to be just like them um and if you're listening to this it's so important to recognize that like a big name does not equal big success um and like if you get into google if you get into amazon or uber or these big companies that's that's huge and that's incredible but also like design agencies or startups or smaller companies are equally as incredible and i think that's like where a lot of pressure to like be the best came from too um it's just ingrained at SCAD to like get into these big names but you don't you don't have to if that's not the route you want to take yeah then going to time management Hmm. how the hell do we make time for these things um in school or in a job in school or in a job let's let's talk about in school since that's that's been your main (laughs) at least four-year experience that we can talk about um so for the longest time I couldn't figure it out either it's um but you really just have to I actually actually did this in therapy um (laughs) go to therapy um (laughs) list out everything you like and put them in a priority list on like what you want your not what will make you successful just like how you want to see your life um and that kind of gave me the realization of uh like I want people to describe me um as the things that I love so I don't want people to describe me as like oh like yeah she's like a really good worker um she'll like give you great deliverables like yeah like I do that but that's not how I want to be described like I want to be described as like someone who goes on these crazy adventures or like has like crazy stories from her trips abroad and I realized that's where more where my priorities lay um and work was going to help me get there. And like, I, I love design. I love UX. Um, but that is only a little portion of my life. I realized from like this activity. So I started really dedicating time to creating that description of me. Cause it's, it's like writing a little book, like you're designing your own little character and it's you. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of how I got into slacklining. Um, and then I picked up running again after a long time off and I just gave myself like an hour a day to do something that I enjoyed that wasn't work. And when you think of it, you have 24 hours, an hour isn't gonna make or break your, your project. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But yet we feel like it will. Yeah. That's the hard part. It will not. (laughs) Yeah. It will not. But yet we think it is. And that, that becomes a lot. And I think, there is a risk to take, especially to take like the first times you get into this, into a routine personally. Um, but it's still difficult. 
a lot of times we prioritize or we say that we're mental health girlies, but I, for one, am not. I, <laughs> I'm, I'm I, trying to be. I, I 100% put, especially right now in my junior year, mm-hmm. my seniors and my seniors before them, my, my great, great seniors mm-hmm. <laughs> have, have stated to me, junior year is going to be your stressful year. And yeah, I'm only in my first one and I can see how, how it goes. But even if I'm looking down my schedule and I'm like, okay, I have freedom. I'm still putting grades ahead mm-hmm. of yeah. mental health sometimes. I'm just curious, Laura, is there like one thing you can think of in like the last year or two that you have like done or changed? Like, like whether it's like a daily habit or like a single event that has just like been like a resetting point for you or something that kind of like keeps you grounded or keeps you like level-headed, you know? Mm. Hmm. I would say like a few just like little daily changes um so personally like when I when I dress good I feel good so I would try to effort every day like feel put together um I would try to have breakfast every day um so if that meant waking up 30 minutes earlier so be it um Mm -hmm. And y'all are lucky enough to live in Savannah where it's sunny 90% of the time. Um, <laughs> True. So just like going outside and even if it's like going and sitting in the park or walking around the park for 15 minutes um, and like listening to some music in the middle of work, that helped a lot. Um, but yeah, just like little changes throughout your day. You don't need like one big, like I'm uprooting my life and changing who I am moment. It's just, it's little pebbles that make the biggest waves. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I really like that. Something I've been like trying to do recently is like, no matter how much I have to do or no matter how busy I am, I try to like start and end my day with like just myself and mm. like try to put my phone down for a little bit and, you know, not answer any like texts or emails or anything like that. And just, you know, have, have a little bit of time just for me. Um, I think like that's really helped me a little bit too. Then how do you, it's, it's hard to then, if you find other people of your group, because when it comes to UX, your group reflects your project and that project then reflects you not in your personal way, but how other people see it. Sometimes I, you know, I might be on a good path, but my teammates won't be. And like, we just discussed about, you know, getting your teammates to be like, Hey, let's, let's get back. Let's take a break and then get back to this. But how do you keep track of it? How do you not track of it? But how do you keep, how do you keep it going? I know we said like one hour a day, but it can be difficult. It can be times when we're just, it is the winter season. Things are blocking our activities. If slacklining is your main activity and winter comes around and it's cold as balls, excuse my French, what do you do next? (laughs) Plan A and plan B is gone. Plan A and plan B is gone. Personally, um, I know, Corey, um, you were talking about how, like, you try to start the day and end the day, like, by yourself. And if that, like, relaxes you, just, like, keep doing that and find a way to do it inside. Like, Mm -hmm. if it's winter, if the weather is bad, like, okay, maybe wake up 30 minutes earlier and read the next chapter of your book. Or, um plan like plan your day just like write it down in a journal 
so like you feel productive you know or like I like Mm -hmm. to clean my room like every morning so I'm like okay fresh slate just something like to make you feel good um and then yeah do I guess do that and then Belle to your point of like getting other people on board um and projects that I did and I think this started in my national park project um because we were talking about being outside so much uh we would just have check-ins like every couple days of like hey what did you guys do for yourself and if you didn't have anything like we we were bullying you into doing something for you Um, (laughs) and we kind of carried that into the senior project as well um and thankfully I had such a good group that we understood like hey like oh, you have plans, don't worry about it. Like, go enjoy your life. Um, and I think you you just got to lead by example. Um, mm-hmm. So I know some people are like, oh, well, I don't want to like look like a slacker and people won't want me on their team. But if you're able to demonstrate that you can have a life and make really quality work, or good quality work that shows that you are an incredible leader. And I, I personally would love to have a person like that on my team. Yeah, me too. <laughs> it's a long way. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a long way to work to it, but, uh, but we all, and we all slowly work to it. Yeah. None of this comes overnight. This was like four years in the making, eight years in the making. Yeah. Like, wow there's always going to be the day where you're like you wake up at like 2 a.m you're like oh my god I should do work right now and like mm-hmm. if you if you really feel like you have to do it do it like you can't be perfect every single day um mm-hmm. I know like I sound like I'm preaching as some like oh I figured it out person I have not <laughs> um that like this weekend um since this week was the first week that I really got put on a project. So I was like, oh, maybe I'll like do some extra work and like come in with it done on Monday and like work over the weekend. And then I opened my work laptop and within like two minutes, I was like, hold up. One, I'm not getting paid to do this. Two, it is just outside. Like I have a whole list of things that I want to do for myself. Um, why am I not doing that? Uh, and I was like, none of my other coworkers are working. I know that. And like, they, they all know that I'm a good designer and I don't need to constantly prove that by going above and beyond and taking time out of my personal life. Yeah. Definitely true. Do you want to start, let's say wrapping up with a, any final notes and takeaways, especially to are new and coming freshmen or sophomores or people who are starting the college life especially um this is like a super easy activity that I did in Savannah I did when I went back home to Boston I did when I moved to Seattle um open like your notes app or get a piece of paper and write down everything you want to do in that city I think I still have my one from Savannah but I wrote, I organized it by like coffee shops, bars, restaurants, activities, museums. And every time you think of something, just write it down. And soon you'll have a list of like a hundred things that you want to do. So when you're like, oh, like I have 
a little bit of free time or I need a break, just look at that list and check something off or have a goal of like doing something new every single week. So you have something to look forward to. And uh, I got, I didn't get through my whole Savannah one because there was, there was a lot, mm-hmm. um, but it definitely helped with like having something to look forward to recommending things to friends um, or even like, if you get tired of Foxy Loxy, like go to a new coffee shop and work there, you know, change up your environment, have a little spice in your life. But yeah, I think we all should like really take a page from your book, Laura. And like, like you said, you're still figuring it out. Like, I think it's something that we're going to be like kind of learning our whole lives. And, you know, it better start like late now than never. <laughs> so, yeah. <clears throat> I'm gone. Thank you for like talking with us, and we are so glad you were like doing so well. And we'll definitely have to keep in touch, and we'll we'll keep in touch with you and let a, let you know how our mental health is doing. If you need to still finish that Savannah list, no, yeah, come here. back and we will happily I, help you check it off. I will be back for graduation. I can oh that. yay! Yes. Okay, awesome. Walking yes. it. Oh my god! <laughs> yes. Podcast over. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. We'd love to hear your feedback on today's episode down in the description box below, and we'll see you next time wherever you listen to podcasts.